Hello and welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast, a podcast about everything, nothing, and all things in between. My name is Tim, and I am joined by some of my best friends to talk about whatever we feel like talking about. And today, we are continuing our saga of talking about the Obi-Wan TV series on Disney+. Plus. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, we appreciate it. Check us out next week. But hey, uh, before we get started, I want to see how everybody's doing, but I have to set up my question this week, okay? I read a news article, Brian. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, where two employees at the Mars company fell into a vat of M&M chocolate and got <laughs> stuck and had to be rescued by firefighters. Mm. So my question, Brian, first off, how are you? I'm, I'm great, Tim. If you had to get... If you had to fall and get stuck in any vat of food. Oh, any vat. Any vat. Not just candy. Any vat of food. So that, you know, if you, while you were stuck, you got a little hungry, wanted to nibble on it. Mm -hmm. What vat of food would it be? Wow. Oh, the first thing that literally just popped in my head. So, you know, like in Ghostbusters, when they're like, we just don't think of anything scary. And then he's like, oh my gosh, stay puffed, marshmallow. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets? That's literally the first thing that popped in my head. Any certain flavor Hot Pockets? Pepperoni Hot Pockets. Pepperoni Hot Pockets. The bad thing is, is like, your left leg would be on fire, but your right leg would be (laughs) ice ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Charlie, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good, Tim. Doing pretty good. Good. Charlie, you're stuck in one vat of food. What what vat is it? Chicken fingers. (laughs) Any particular chicken fingers? Chicken O Tenders from O Charlie's. Yes, yes. I was hoping you would say that. Oh my gosh, those might be the best. I, I kind of want some right now. There is a. They, they are. Good. They are the best. By far, by far. When they had all you could eat chicken fingers, like every Tuesday night, yeah, that's when I gained a lot of weight. I tell you, and I only, <laughs> went, I only went like one time. I'm glad I didn't know about that because I would have been larger than i was it was a reckoning it was only a few years ago so you may have had a lot more restraint at that point because you were you were in your uh uh, muscle tone so you probably been like uh but i tell you what when you walk in there and you see that sign charlie all restraint goes out the window oh i'm sure sure yeah john how are you buddy i'm doing pretty good finally got the uh machines working in the right direction yeah John, it's only taking an hour and a half while y'all watching the Tennessee Notre Dame baseball game, but it's the Catholics versus the Baptists. I'm gonna have to reset this up to where, like, this table is back to where Brian's sitting, so that I can watch TV with you all. <laughs> no, no, because Mm-mm. but somebody's back's always gonna have to be to the TV. Somebody's will be me. Yep. Uh, John, you're stuck in one vat of food. What is it? Oh, it's gonna be um, the stuff they make Snicker bars out of. <laughs> the nougat. <laughs> yes, the nougat. It's all about the nougat. Anything nougat is going to be amazing. Oh man. I'd just uh, be like, yes, this is where I die. This is how this is how I die. But it's I would go with a smile on my face. Yeah. I uh, the first thing that popped in my head, uh, KFC mashed potatoes. Mm. <laughs> Do you have the gravy though? I don't like gravy personally. Uh, see, for me, if you're gonna go KFC stuff, it's gonna have to be the KFC. Um, <laughs> don't uh, say the uh, whatever coleslaw. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> terrible, John. The coleslaw's amazing. It'd be so gross. What are you talking about? Like the uh, the 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 chicken bowl? Yeah, I thought you were gonna <laughs> the say chicken that. Chicken bowls uh, are great. <laughs> thing that's got like corn and mashed potatoes oh my gosh. And, and the little little nuggets of, Every, of anything, chicken. Anything they found, they just dumped in there. <laughs> I lost the tooth. I just put it in the chicken it's bowl. It's crunchy. It's like we think it's. I think it's a crouton. What is that thing called? It's not the chicken it's bowl. It's 
Famous Bowl. Famous yeah, Bowl. Yeah, famous the Famous bowl. bowl. Yeah, Famous Bowls are great. I don't know what y'all's problem a, is. Stuck in a vat of Famous Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat my way out. <laughs> he would eat everything from it every... would. It's amazing. Those, oh, those things are absolutely a... awesome. Oh, I thought it was going out. Anyways, oh, no, we're not watching TV right now, but hey, now we're excited to talk about something that was on TV. It's the Obi-Wan series on Disney+. And we've all been really enjoying it. Um, until this last episode, which we'll get to, because John had some grumpy moments. But uh, first off, let's talk about last week's episode, where John nearly lost his mind. That was the best. That was one of the best episodes ever. I'm, I was just right down the middle. Perfect. I mean, to me. Now, I'm going to say this. Let's just let's just get this off the top. We love the show. Okay, I don't care what... There's nobody on YouTube that likes it. I love it. I think it's great. I'm standing behind it. Disney did a great job of this. I know people... Love I already it. proposed to it. I divorced you know, Brittany. Steve, this is dumb. But I, don't, I don't care what they say. I like the show. I think it's great. Uh, but yeah, last week was absolutely... Uh, and we can go through it. I'll let you... I'll let no. you I'm just... You got. You asked me, so I'm just know, talking about I it. I got you all riled up. <laughs> get me going. Is it was Darth Vader at at the most perfect we've ever seen Darth Vader. That's all I'm gonna say right now. Last week's episode Good. was absolutely amazing. Yeah, so setting up episode three, uh Obi-Wan and little Leia are hiding out on a planet. Uh they're trying to meet resistance help basically. Uh we see a stormtrooper cut in half, which is amazing. Which was awesome. Um and then basically at some point Vader and them realize that's where they are. Vader shows up. He force kills a couple people because that's what Darth Vader does. And he meets up with Obi-Wan. And this is the scene I think John probably like stroked out for a minute. They had to like revive, re, re, you know, like shock him and come back and had to rewind it like 20 seconds. But Carla, Carla had to run down to uh, Southwest Hospital and get the defibrillator <laughs> get real him! quick. Clear, poof. Because yeah. they were like, I was like, it's over. Darth Vader picks up Obi-Wan and drags him through fire in a fit of vengeance. It was really vintage, amazing Vader stuff. So. Uh, Brian, let me start there. What was your favorite part of episode three? When Vader was walking down the street, snapping necks, dragging people through the street, just pulling them out of windows or whatever it's called. Like, as I've told, was talking with my neighbor about it. I've waited over 30 years to see a scene where Vader is just unrelentingly just destroying people. And it was like, I'm here for Obi-Wan. Any of the rest of you want to even act like you're even making a noise in my presence? Snap, snap, drag. Um, Don't even have a bad thought because no. I'm sensing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love, I absolutely love that whole part about it. But I, I, I still think the, um, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, but the young lady that's playing, Leah, uh, Princess Leia is just, I mean, she's phenomenal. She's just she, everything about that role. So I've enjoyed, I've really enjoyed that whole her whole character yeah. on on all the episodes. Uh, Charlie, from episode three's point perspective, what what's something that really stood out as a part you liked? Um, I'm going to have to be the dissent here. I didn't care for it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. What 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 about it didn't appeal to you? I guess. So what I'm going to say um, is going to sound super like well, actually, <laughs> but number one, when you guys were like, "It's so good," I kept expecting it to get good, and it never got good. Maybe if the expectation hadn't been for this is going to be awesome, oh, it's Vader being a petulant child, just like Anakin was. Also, um. Why we got to change episode uh, four? Because when Vader meets Obi-Wan on the Death Star, la- last time you met, I was the apprentice, but now I'm the master. I was the student, now I'm the master. 
so the last time they met, that still was different, you know. So they really went through and changed A New Hope for no good reason. I just, it yeah. was cool seeing them kill people, I guess. Uh, it was done better in Rogue One. I just thought that it was like, um, and, I, and no offense to you guys that, that had heart attacks and other bodily functions over it, but <laughs> I just I just thought it was like, I thought that was the filler episode, not episode four, not okay. this fourth episode of the season. It just was unnecessary. You know, like I said, there the whole thing is starting to bother me that Vader's involved because we've been told that Vader and Obi-Wan hadn't met since he, you know, cut all his limbs off. So now we're going to revise it just stupidly. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. There's a lot better story you can tell than, Oh, when we said they hadn't met since the last time they met, that's not true. I just thought it was, I just think it's, I like the show, but it's better without Vader in it, in my opinion. Okay. And uh, I, I do wonder if later on in the series there will be another type face off and, and maybe that'll correct some of the, uh, like you're talking about the gap there to, to episode four. Uh, John, what was a, a part that you enjoyed about it besides neck snapping? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna stick with the, with just the ideal of, of Vader in it. I mean, cause I mean, that's, I mean, that is, that's the pinnacle of everything. I mean, the, the, we're talking about neck snapping and things of that nature, but, uh, Charlie just said that about Anakin, but, I, you know, being this petulant Anakin type figure. But I, I think the thing about it is that you have to take into play is, is what you see in my view, what you see in episode four, five, and six is a much more seasoned older vader than what you have now i mean he's he's 10 years older than what he was in episode three because we're all talking it's 10 years of future so you're talking somebody who's at most what are we talking here 28 maybe 29 so he's still he's still got that that abundance of youth in him and so you're still seeing that that ideal of everything is just i hate your guts yeah and the thing about it is that the way I think you can spend it with episode four is, is because what he says in episode four is, is when we last met, I was the learner. Now I am the master. So being that we're only 10 years outside of the events of uh, episode three in this, Vader could still be considering himself to be that learner. It doesn't matter how many times him and Obi-Wan meet up. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that's the way it is. I'm not, and I'm, I'm not poo-pooing what Charlie's saying. I'm saying this is the way they could spin it is, is he mm-hmm. still sees himself as that learner. But by the time we get another 10 years into the future, when you see Leia and Scott Luke as 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, okay, that's that's 10 more years of experience. Now I have mastered everything that I needed to ma- master. And I think that's kind of the way that you could spin that out if you're wanting to look at it, if you're wanting to if you want to be an apologist for what is being done in episode three here, I mean, that's, that's kind of the way I kind of look at it. So, so one thing I liked about it, and this is kind of a subtle thing and, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm stretching a little bit, but I, I do like when they flag down, uh, Zach Brath's squid character or whatever, the mole guy, and they're going to get into the back of it and they see that he has like a homemade, uh, <laughs> uh empire flags. And it, it's just kind of like that. It, it's one thing to have like the flag issued by the empire, but for to have one where you ha- that well, you hand drew it, you like they realize, oh man, maybe we shouldn't be getting on. Well, this, and, this and one. the funny thing about that is with him, and, and the thing that that was, if you know anything about the Star Wars universe, is is that the empire is so xenophobic. They don't they don't even really want 
aliens in the empire as far as like working with them. But this, you got this mole thing. <laughs> he's just, he's Tarkish totally in. Whatever, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's totally in. He's like, I'm totally empire, totally going with it. I thought that scene was really good with the stormtroopers mm-hmm. and how they put them into this position to where they, it, here, it, I, I said this thing on the last podcast. We talked about this, but I like the way in which that they are making out the stormtroopers to be humans. They're not. They're they're more human than what you see them like in the in the movies. Yeah. And so I mean, like they're sitting there just talking to them about different things, you know. And I, I like that idea. I even like the fact that one of them got cut in half by a um, <laughs> by a by a radiation fence or whatever that was yeah, in that, that was episode. Cool. That was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought it was cool that they made some references to some some Jedi's that we haven't seen, uh, like like Quinlan Voss and a couple other things. And so those were kind of wink nods to everybody else. But uh, we can kind of head into Episode Four uh, and and kind of get our thoughts there. Uh, it's it's kind of it'll be an interesting conversation because Charlie, I feel like you may have liked Episode Four better. So let me just kind of set the stage for Episode Four well, before we jump into it. Go ahead. Let's go back to episode three here on one thing that I, that I really liked. Yeah. And I, I did like this idea of, and here we go, Darth Vader again, but he he played such a prominent part in the episode. Is I like the idea, and, and I've heard, I hear a lot of people poo-pooing it on, on YouTube and everything's all, he's, he's going to kill Obi-Wan right there. But the ideal here is not to kill Obi-Wan, it's to make him suffer. He even says that, I'm going to make you suffer just like you made me suffer. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best turnabout scenes I think you see in Star Wars and really showed where Darth Vader was mentally when he when he lights Obi-Wan on fire. I mean, that mm-hmm. is that was one of the most uh, sadistic things that you could possibly do at that moment and not want to kill him in it. He didn't drag him through it and just incinerate him. I mean, he was like, you're going to suffer like I suffered. You left me to die. And that's and that's the thing that I liked about it in this is you still had this, this idea with Invader that he was he wasn't just so completely mad about about things that he shouldn't have righteously been mad about. You left me to die on the hill at Mustafar. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna burn you just like you burnt me. Yeah. And I and I like that idea of that vengeance because that's part of the Sith way of doing things. I mean there that was just the way in which a Sith would have would have acted. Mm-hmm. And so it was how he still holds that how how grudge. that how that grudge how that thing that Obi Wan did because Yoda had sent him to kill him I mean that's what they I mean he's like I can't do it that's true and so here we have this ideal of the of the things that Obi Wan didn't follow through on he should have followed through on that on, on uh, in Episode Three mm-hmm. he didn't and now it's come back to haunt him because because Vader even tells him that you should have killed me when you had the chance. And, and now he doesn't and I thought that was a really cool callback to Episode Three. And that was one of the things that bothered me most about the episode. I don't know why. It just got under my skin. It reminded me of in the new Batman film when uh, Batman says to Alfred, you're not my real dad. It was just, like I said, the petulant child. Don't you wish you'd kill me now? Well, no, he doesn't wish he'd kill his best friend, his brother. It's just, it was, this, it was, it was, it felt, the whole episode felt very edgelord to me. I don't know what it was. Very what? I'm sorry. Everything about Edgelord. Like, oh, it's so cute. It's oh, so okay. cute. Okay. They set people on fire. It's so cute. I mean, it just didn't seem to fit the tone. Um, another thing, similar, just think of all the new Star Wars stuff that Disney's put out. What is 
Dave Filoni love of the back to tank. <laughs> we have gotten more back to tank <laughs> content <laughs> in these in these seasons than anything else. It, what what is it? Now, I Charlie, I would so rather a back to tank than the back to suit. <laughs> the squirt back to suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. You either, you yeah, either, but you either I, have, I hear you. It, it's everywhere now. You either have uh, you either have uh, Finn in the back to suit, or you have or you have uh, Obi One floating around. Now, in Charlie, the maybe tank. maybe Dave is invested in like a futuristic back to suit technology, so he's really trying to push it here. <laughs> and if I can I make it, everybody so. see it. <laughs> well, it's a quick. What it is, it's 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 a plot point that quickly gets their good guys back on their feet. Yeah, I mean, just like with uh, it's, quick, it, it's like Ray healing people with the force. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, or, you got to get them going, and, yeah, yeah. and back to back to gets them going in a couple of days. Except for Darth Vader, who never really healed right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe if uh, Darth Vader had, had some of those underground melons that uh, that uh, Boba Fett had, maybe it'd help it. <laughs> That's true. I wonder how good those things tasted, because man, he was going at it. Well, there was one other part too for episode three that I liked was in the part about the the path was the history that was in the room where mm-hmm. all of the former Jedi had come through there and it was kind of like it gave it a, a, a great sense of presence that it had been there, right? Not that it's still even just ten years down the road, but I really love that. Of course, especially when we saw the symbol mm-hmm. that later on in episode four, you know, gets slammed on the table. But uh, I just thought, again, that whole thing was really cool, how they try to tie in again. Like, this is the way that people have come through here to try to keep this going, um, even when it looked like they'd be defeated. Yeah, it was was a good part. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So jumping to episode four, Uh, episode four is set up with, uh, I forgot to say, at the the end of episode three, we see that Reva uh, catches back up with Leia and takes her with her. How? Now this was the only part of episode three that I just I was like okay how she knew where it ended up at well yeah. whatever I don't know it's a plot plot point it's a back to tank <laughs> yeah it's definitely yeah, a back to tank she got in the back to tank and they told her where it was <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be our new I don't know how that happened but uh back to tank <laughs> it was a back to tank yeah it was, it was, we needed a back to tank uh, episode four that's the uh, that's all the deleted scenes from Fast and the Furious films they're all in back to tank oh man. I could go on and on about Fast and Furious back to tanks, but at the start of episode four, we actually start in a back to tank. Yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan. Uh, at get, first, I thought they were in the same back to tank, which together, was really weird. Obi Wan and Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's now the couple's back to tank. <laughs> uh, so we see contrast of him and Darth Vader both in the back to tanks. Uh, Obi Wan convinces uh, uh, Ice Cube's son to take him to uh what do they call it the castle it was uh the fortress inquisitorium Inquisit- yeah fortress inquisitorium or something, something like, like that, that. yeah like willy wonka's remember. wild emporium or something like that <laughs> so they go there uh tala is acting like she's with the empire and um obi-wan sneaks in uh episode one style with his breathing apparatus that gets gets in there they end up freeing Leia. We see some really cool scenes like the Jedi entombment uh, where the, all the, the Jedis are either dead or frozen in some kind of stasis, uh, which was, was really wild and cool to see, even though we didn't really get to see any Jedi we, we really knew. Uh, we saw Obi-Wan getting some of his force back, drowning some stormtroopers. Uh, and then uh, we see at the end that Reva, as Obi-Wan and everybody escaped, had planted a tracking device which almost caused Darth Vader to choke her to death until she revealed it. 
and it was saved. And so that's where we kind of leave off with that tracking device right there. So, Charlie, uh, let me start with you. Did you find this episode four to be a, a good episode or better than the third one? Or how'd you feel about it? I, I liked it a lot better than the third one. Yeah. What uh, what what part really stood out to you? I, I actually liked a lot of this. How do I want to say this? The imagery, for lack of better words. Like, I found the, the fortress to be really intimidating and just different things about it. I love the part with the tomb and different stuff, but what, what really stood out to you about this episode? I like seeing offshoots of the rebellion mm -hmm. uh, very much. It reminded me a lot of rogue one. Okay. When you've got these small groups getting together, you know, little clusters of, of sleeper cells, really. I, I like seeing more and more about the uh, uh, spy that we have, for the rebellion yeah. in the empire, I really enjoyed seeing the um, the rebels flying the old uh, A wing yeah. fighters. That was really awesome. cool. The, uh, the, snow, um, the snow speeders, as I called them, T forty sevens. Yeah, and I also I also love that um, from episode one, we find out that we that Obi Wan still loves to swim. Yeah, still love to go swimming. <laughs> And just like a like a Jedi fish in the water, <laughs> Charlie Brown, um, Brian said, "What if what if all of a sudden he looked beside him and there was Jar Jar?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was hoping that he uh, didn't secure his lightsaber again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like face palm, like not again, not again. <laughs> um, but uh, I I liked the spy craft of this episode. Okay. I thought that that was interesting. Once again, uh, I keep going back to Rogue One. Maybe I shouldn't make that my my point of reference. It's fine Maybe to do well. it. I, I love Rogue One, yeah. But this is very much leads into Rogue One. I mean, th the events of this, I think, the events of this show are going to very much coincide with Rogue One. You, like I said, you see the rebellion starting. Yeah, I can see that. You see the beginning of it. Um, I liked seeing Obi-Wan sneaking around. That was really cool to see him very apprehensive. You know, the really, one of the things that I've liked about this, this season is, or this series is that, you know, we get the, the young and impetuous version in episode one, two, he's more of a Jedi master three. He starts to question everything. And then this he's in that he's shell shocked. He has PTSD pretty much. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of having to learn again, how to be this master Jedi in order to save this, you know, this child that he swore to protect. Um, and I think by the end of the series, we'll see more of the old Ben again, you know? Yeah. The, confidence. Crazy old hermit. Yeah. It was, the, the confidence, but also just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing this anymore. And just goes back to Tatooine. I think he quits the fish factory, but you know, either way. <laughs> but, but I like the spy craft of this one. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, one major flaw with this episode, once again, it's little, it's nitpicky, but she's sitting there talking to him on the intercom, and there's somebody like three feet from her. Thank you, Charlie. John, Thank you. I'm over here to say the same thing. John was, uh, Charlie, John is, is all over that whole Tala, <laughs> Tala scene with that and the stormtroopers and everything right there. That was, that. And they were like, she, she kills the dude and just leaves him in the middle of the floor. Like, yeah, he's, he's behind a computer tower, but I mean... Nobody is, they're that focused on their work. Is there a quota? <laughs> is it like Circuit City Music Warehouse? Is, is there like a need, like making sure they get all their quota or something? Yeah. But that didn't make any sense. But like, so the spycraft I thought was really, really good in this one. Yeah. 
Yeah, John, uh, John called it her three stooging, stoogesing the, the, the stormtroopers <laughs> when she beat them up by, like, pulling their helmets down and whopping them upside the head and stuff. It was... I it think was... that's... Uh, I think what we're forgetting is that's actually the... The Jedis are, are ninja masters, but let's not forget the video game Star Wars Masters of Terra Kai. <laughs> that's what... She, she created the... Uh, Jedi uh, martial arts. Whatever, <laughs> John. Like that. That took John completely out of it. John, before you you uh, pontificate about that part, what did you enjoy about this episode? I tell you, there was very little to enjoy about this episode. It was. I mean, I understand it's it's the middle. It is the dead center. It is the it is. But it was plotting. Uh, it was. It had so many what in the world moments for me in it. Stuff that just seemed absolutely ridiculous. Some of it I really. I mean, some of it I enjoyed. Some of it I didn't. A lot of the, what I enjoyed though was like the callbacks, like seeing the T forty sevens again the, or the snow speeders as we're calling them. Once again, Darth Vader was in it, which was absolutely amazing. I mean, that was just the rage of him at the end of it. I I in I like the I like the actress that's playing Leia. I mean, and this this really this really pushed her kind of out a little bit more in this one because a lot of what you've seen before it's it's her talking, but in this one she got to go uh, a whole different range, and the the scene where they're going to put her in the torture in the torture chair, okay, that's pretty intense for Disney right off the top. I mean, but the way she played it out was really cool. I like that scene because. Um, Obi-Wan tells Tala, Tila, or Tala, Tala, tells her, I need a distraction. All of a sudden, the lights go out, and all of a sudden, you hear that, and he just he just goes medieval on the two uh, on the two stormtroopers that are there. That was really cool. Uh, Vader at the end, of course, just that 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 overwhelming presence that they they're bringing into that. They're doing a better job at the overwhelming presence of Vader in it and anything else we've seen except for probably Rogue One there at the end where they were, where he was going down the um the uh, hallway just destroying rebel soldiers as he went. <laughs> That's good. That was yeah. Really good so one. I mean there was some good things in it but overall this was not my favorite episode. It kind of I was kind of disappointed in it. I felt it was had a lot of, you know, those kind of tropes in it that you see stupid stupid bumbling stormtroopers and you, you know, you can't get over it. I can't get over, over it. I just can't get over it. <laughs> Brian, Brian, what did you enjoy about this episode? Uh, I enjoyed the the Jedi tomb. Yeah. Uh, I loved I loved that and then uh I'm a John kind of the you know it, the the feel for me was definitely like an, a new hope feel where Obi-Wan's kind of Menandering through the through the facility, if you will, right, kind of mm-hmm. ducking in behind things, um, and doing all that. But uh, I'm again, I'm in the same boat that Charlie is. The part that just aggravated the fire out of me was she's sitting there with a basically a giant radio in her hand, like I don't know where to look for. And there's a guy that that appears whispered, to be she whispered that appears to be five feet from her, but. Um, you what? know, and then all of a sudden she's, and then all of a sudden she takes some guy behind the curtain and like snaps his neck. Maybe and it's he had like, some what? beats on, like some beats. <laughs> no, like no. By Max Rebo <laughs> or something. It's a cool new beat in the Katina today. Like no, it's this new Max Rebo joint. Yeah, that DJ is crazy. Like no, showed her behind him, like choking the guy, and he's like, you know, I almost would have been, I almost would have been better with that than than what we had, but. You know, again, it was just like here she's in this room full of people, and it's like. Well, it wasn't like there was just know. one guy. There's like six people in this room, and she sets down, and she's got that little walkie-talkie. Yeah. No, guys. stop it! And all of a sudden, she's like, "Tala, Tala!" He's like, 
Hey, I call her, um, could you tell me how to get into the secret base? I'm underwater here. And she's like, hold on, Ben. Yeah. Because this is totally against protocol. And the guy kind of looks at her, and she's like, yeah, you know. Okay, Ben, I'm opening up the door for you to come in the bottom. Watch out for the stormtroopers. Yeah. Okay, Tala. <laughs> And nobody in the room's like, oh, hey, hey. Uh, can we get a not, can we get a security individual down yeah. here? Let's, you know. No, it yeah. wasn't. No, she already put all the security guys in notice when she told, she gave it to that one guy. When he she was, was like, like, hold on, I gotta go, Ben. I gotta go. Some, some company. I, have some I got company. some company. And I'm saying he's like, come with me. And I'll send here's. And nobody moves. Was like, that when she did the wet willy in his ear? Is that what it was? <laughs> to to Charlie's moved. point, maybe they had a quota, okay? <laughs> if ridiculous. you've ever worked in a peace environment, okay, you got to get your work done. <laughs> I mean, the building can be on fire. Is that something that just like happens every day? An officer comes in and is Empire's like, Empire's got to make money neck? I mean, it was just, I don't know. I found it to be ridiculous. It was just kind of like, oh, come on. And then sets up ridiculous number two for me. Which this. she takes out two troopers but well, can barely get the gun off. <laughs> oh, wait, I can't find the trigger. Oh, oh. Maybe, She's like, maybe they were rookies. Sister Six. I know I know her name's uh, third sister, but I keep calling her Sister Six. <laughs> third sister comes in and she was like, I'm a spy. And she's like, oh, are you? Well, I don't know if you're lying for me or against me. So let's take you to interrogation and find out because I'm I'm a force user and I should be able to tell. Maybe she was strong. Maybe she was strong. But anyways, so they grab her and she's like, "Stormtroopers, come here!" These two bumbling stormtroopers come up and what's she do? She slaps one of them in the side of the head of a helmet that is supposed to be able to, you know, John, protect. John, I the... said you set this up. You said they can't see out of the helmet. So when she smacked it, it turned it sideways, and then she pulled the other guy's mask down. He couldn't see. They... And then she blasted so, him with some. But gun. she did it so slow. <laughs> She's like, boop, 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 boop. I'm telling you, I bought into your theory, John, and so I had no problem with it at I, all. I don't have, no, I stand by my theory. <laughs> but but to grab one of them by the face and pull him down, and then somehow she's like, she drags his gun out of his holster. I can't see. It, he, but he should be reaching for it. He's a stormtrooper. <laughs> he was completely taken back. He was Take just like, back. oh, what? One of our own is hitting me? What? So, Charlie, Charlie, here's a thought no, for was, you. Was, I, I want to get your thoughts. Dumb. Do you think. But the tracking system that they'll track them down and a portion of this rebellion is going to get annihilated because of Obi-Wan and that's why he maybe goes back into hermit mode? It's all because of Lola. I, th- I think so, yeah. Um, but I also feel like they do enough stuff where they'll be like, ha-ha, we switched trackers. I don't know. I feel like they're going to... Oh, okay. I but I mean, if they're going to torture a, a toddler, I don't know. They could do anything. Really. <laughs> they're going to torture a toddler. John, that's the title of this week's torture episode. Torture a toddler. Torturing toddlers. Torturing toddlers. <laughs> and I see all the hate for for Reva on online, and I just don't get it. We don't either. We don't either. And, yeah. Okay. And, and I'm going to say something that might get me kicked off the podcast. <clears throat> but hear me out. I'm getting a lot of Grand Moff Tarkin energy off of her. Very, very conniving, very sneaky, very cutthroat, and she just doesn't care because she's going to do what she wants to do and thinks it's what's best for the Empire. Well, I can dig that. I can, I can, I can. I think, I think that if it was a, if it was a dude doing the same exact thing, people would love it. But since all the internet is just people trying to show how how crappy they can be. I think that it's people just picking on her because it's somebody to pick on, but she does an amazing job at this role. And like I said, it's that very much 
Grand Moff Tarkin of I will cut your throat to get what I want, and I don't care who it is. Well, you know, it, yeah, and I have to agree with you on 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 all of that because the fact is is I don't understand why people are giving her such bad press. I mean, she's been great in this role. I mean, it's it's, I mean. I know, and people are like, oh, it ain't Star Wars, it ain't this, it ain't that. But I mean, come on, I mean, it's it's she's she is she's a really good character. Now, unfortunately, I don't think she's going to make it to the end of this season. I believe that she is eventually going to get her throat crushed, or the Grand Inquisitor is going to come back and and do her in. But I mean, yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get where this series. I mean, like I have I have. I had problems with this episode, but that doesn't mean I'm like, I'm not watching five and six because I didn't like some of the things that were going on in this episode. Yeah. yeah. So I'm agree with Charlie on that. I don't understand where people are coming off thinking that she's such a bad actress or she's such a bad character. I think the character's good. There's plenty of other things you can complain about in, in this besides her, but the acting, there's nothing wrong with any of the acting that I'm seeing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the show. And I don't get why it's only getting 45 and 50% on things like Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm really shocked by that. Because even if you didn't like her character, I feel like the rest of the show is still good. Like, even... I'm like, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. To Charlie's point, people just like to gripe and complain and be... Now, the idiots. ending. Yeah. The ending of the episode, I really liked. Now, of course, again, here we go, Vader again. <laughs> but... Have him come down that hallway and be as mad as he was, but then at the same time showing the restraint because he didn't kill her. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that he didn't just drop her on the floor. He's brought her down. It, it, the, the bringing her. I mean, because people are going, oh, "You should have dropped her." He, Vader would have dropped her. No, to me that was even more menacing because he was showing restraint. Just how I mean. All right, I have full I control felt, over I this. I felt it that it wasn't anything where he was trying to be merciful. It was. It was almost a sarcastic thing where he just. Where he just dropped her back down to the a, floor. It was a flex. Yeah. 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 And I like how the, and I did like too how I don't know if you would call it respect or or whatever the case may be, but when the other Inquisitor, kind of she did this, you're going to let her go. He he didn't he didn't slam him against the wall. Thing. He didn't even he didn't even recognize that the guy was didn't talking. Yeah, didn't even yeah. acknowledge it. Yeah. So, I mean, I had my beefs with this episode, uh, but I mean, not everybody's going to like every episode that was put sure. out. But overall, the story continues to be a good story. If I was Obi-Wan, if, if I was Obi-Wan right now, Just my butt would be hitting back to Alderaan right now. And I'd be dropping, dropping that, her I'd be dropping that kid off. I'd yeah. be like landing on, the, um, landing on the landing pad, open the door, roll her out, C-3PO could catch her, and then I'm just taking <laughs> off. And this whole episode now, the th- funny thing about it is they should have, they should have at the very very end of it they should have had a a, a fade out back to Tatooine mm-hmm. and they could have showed Luke Skywalker sitting on top of the house just, pretending like he was he's just still on top of the house like yeah. Obi Wan never existed there that would be that'd be amazing. All right, so let's close out the episode with a with a magic eight ball Obi Wan question. Ooh, Charlie, do you have a question that you would like to hear from the Magic 8-Ball in regards to the Obi-Wan TV series? Dear Magic 8-Ball, what episode will Jar Jar be in? Ooh, oh. It's got to be yes or no. So will Jar Jar be in the Jar-Jar final? Jar Jar be in, in, yeah. in one of the episodes. All right, here we go. It's a good Come on, baby. Here. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. I'm pulling for this one. Oh, oh, oh. What's you... May rely on it, John. Oh, yeah. Jar Jar's coming. This will be the greatest oh, thing ever. If you I, want more Jar Jar in I, your I, life, I, I, 
Check us out wherever <laughs> you check out podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Jar Jars Are Us. That's where we are. And we'd love to have you on there. But uh, this is Louisville's Best Podcast. Check us out on Facebook or wherever social media exists. Actually, no, it's just Facebook. But uh, leave us a like. Tell us how much you like John uh, and his hatred of bumbling stormtroopers. But until next time, I am sorry, Brent. That's the trick Obi-Wan's going to use to get away from Vader. He's going to plant a bad memory of Jar Jar inside Anakin's brain. So we're going to catch you on the flip side. Uh, Charlie, your substitute, Aaron. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to the episode where the uh, droid that Leia has turns into a lethal battle angel. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs>